knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Hey everybody, welcome to How To Tuesday this week. We're talking about kids fishing today. We're talking about getting kids out and going fishing and making sure that we have success. And what success is, is making sure everybody has a good time and wants to come back. So whether you're doing this by yourself or like we're going to talk about right now with my friend, Captain Scott Brown, who's a guide in the Florida Keys and also has two young children himself. We're going to talk about the kinds of questions that you might want to ask a guide, the kinds of information that you might want to talk to a guide about to to decide if this is the right charter for you and your family, because there's a lot of different kinds of guides out there. And you might have somebody that all they want to do is go fly fish for permit. And that is not going to be a good choice for someone that you're going to take your kids out and hope they catch 50 snappers with. So Scott is with us right now. Scott, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, Doing good. How about yourself, Tom? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, as oh. you uh, talk to people about, um, you know, through Hooked on Family and everything, I'm sure you get a question about, you know, how do I decide when to come down? How do I decide what I should fish for? I'm looking at all these websites. No one says that they specialize in kids. How do I pick the right person? No, oh, absolutely. And, you know, that's those are super important questions, especially when you have young kids, you know. Older kids, as you know, it's not something that I've got to, to learn about yet because my kids are four <laughs> and one. Um, but with that being said, I've got to take uh, I've actually got to put some some six and six and five year olds on some pretty good fish. And just like you said before, the first question is always asked is like, hey, do you mind if I can bring my kids? And the, my response is always, OK, well, yeah, I've got no problem, but I'm just wondering how old are they? You know, what are your expectations for the day? And, um, basically I, I will, I will cater towards them. You know, if you're, if they have a lot of angling experience, then you can change up on what you want to fish for or the techniques that you're fishing with them. And, uh, if they're younger, you're going to have to go for those easier targeted fish or find those, those, those hard quote unquote hard fish, but look for conditions and environments that make them easy to right. catch or right. use a technique that is um, that makes them susceptible to catch. And with that being said, the ultimate goal is to have that either father, son, mom, son, father, daughter, whatever the case may be. Ultimately you got them on fish and they're having fun, you know? And so what it comes down to really is how many people do you have coming with you? You know, can my boat support 
a family of three or a family of four, you know? So if, you're, if your guide has got an 18-foot skiff like myself, chances are it's going to be you and then two people. You know, I, when I have three people, you're pushing my weight capacity on how, how, how shallow my boat can float or how comfortable it is because you want to give these guys the best experience as possible and keep them, keep them comfortable, keep them dry. And so if you've loaded down your boat, you're, you're taking off, you're, you're biting off too much than what you can actually handle, mm-hmm. you know? And it also so, might not be what you specialize in. So if a guy like say a, yeah. a certain fishing guide comes highly recommended and you've heard he's the best and all he does is fly fish, it's not, might not be a good choice at all for taking young kids fishing. And there may be somebody else that has uh, a bay boat or even a higher sided boat, kind of a, you know, a 22 foot, 24 foot kind of runabout boat that, that, uh, keeps the kids contained a little bit better and they're all set up for it. They've got the right equipment, which we can talk about too. Um, you know, if you hand a four-year-old a heavy tarpon rod, it's not going to be much fun for them. But if you yeah, go with some, you know, lighter rods and, and give them something um, that they can handle and then go after fish that they can handle and fish that are conducive to getting a lot of bites um, they're going to have a lot more fun. So like if you oh, were, absolutely. if you were going to uh, go to an area that you had never gone to before and you want to take your family, you don't have your boat there. You don't, uh, you know, you want to go fishing. Your, your options are you're going to book a guide um, in a, in an area that you're not familiar with and, and you didn't bring any of your equipment. What are, how are you going to go about that process? So if I was to visit an unknown location that I've never fished before, um, I would research about it as much as possible. And are, are we speaking about I'm not hiring a guide? This is just no, you can DIY. No, like it. like like hiring a guide, and you're going to take your family, and and it's mm-hmm. all about the kids. You don't care about catching anything. You just want the kids to have a good time. And uh, so, like, how would you do that if you didn't know any guides in the area? What would you be looking for? What kind of questions would you ask someone? Um, well, obviously the, the questions that I get asked are, Hey, it's usually, can I bring my kids? And and my answer is always yes. Um, the other thing is I, I need to know what that time span, your, your kid's attention span is. How long do you expect your kid to be able to last in 90 degree heat, you know, on, on, in whatever conditions that are there at the time in that mm-hmm. in that place, you know, and so um, I would always ask as a guide asking a dad or a mom, hey, what like can your kids take the heat? You know, do you have enough snacks on board? Do you have enough water on board? Have you ever brought your kids fishing to begin with? You know, or is this going to be a whole new process? Because <laughs> if you commit to something like that and you've got a kid that's just crying the entire time, chances are like that trip ain't going to go anywhere, you know, right. and that's just personal experience through my kids. Um, the other thing is obviously like we talked about before, I don't mean to, to beat a dead horse, but expectation management, you know, like what are your guys's expectations um, in this area? If it's just, Hey, we want to catch as many fish as possible, you know, then that's on the guy to figure out, okay, well, 
we are going to go. Usually it's good down here. It's, if you want to take a kid fishing, catch as many fish as possible, it's snapper. You know, I mean, those are easy to catch. There's a multitude of species. They're usually pretty straightforward with you, and it's a constant bend in that kid's rod. You know, sometimes um, I had a trip um, before this whole COVID thing, and um, it was with an eight-year-old and his dad, and he was like, all we want to do is catch our first tarpon. You know, and I was like, okay, if you have any saltwater experience at all, any type of angling background, uh, yeah, we catch trout. And I was like, all right, so not a big deal. The first thing that I thought of was like, all right, we're going to go catch tarpon. We got to look for some tarpon that are susceptible to being caught. What's the easiest technique for a first time beginner and it being an eight year old to catch these fish, you know? And so my gears are spinning circle hook. That's an easy hook to set. The mechanics behind it are straightforward. It doesn't involve any special technique and live bait. It's one cast one fish you're usually on, you know, I mean, if it's a tarpon, you're usually jump a couple, but we got lucky on this one. And the kid landed his first like 30 pound tarpon success for the day. Both of their minds were blown. That made the day a lot easier, you know, as we went, went forth. So we, we accomplished that first goal and then we finished it up with a bunch of ladyfish, trout, redfish, and just easy to catch species, you know, it was like the icing on the cake. So managing the expectations, getting your clients goals up front, you know, completing those and then ultimately finishing up with a experience that they'll never forget. Mm -hmm. Um, that probably didn't answer any of your questions. No, 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 it it was good. It was just kind of the, the reverse. It was like, you know, you know, hopefully you're going to have, uh, you're going to be able to make contact with a guide like yourself who has a little bit of experience, at least a little bit of experience. You have a lot of experience with kids, but hopefully the guide would have at least a little bit of experience with kids to know like what he's getting himself into and to know like, man, with the COVID it's been really tough and I'm pretty desperate. And so I'm going to take this trip when I know that I probably shouldn't. Um, Mm -hmm. that's something to watch out for. So like not, I I mean, I think it's very important for people to know that not every guide, despite the reputation is the proper choice for a kid's fishing guide and the kid's fishing guide. It may be somebody that you've never heard of because, you know, you don't get your name put on a trophy and have it, have it be, you know, displayed at, at Sandy Moret's shop for eternity. You don't get on TV shows often. So a lot of times these are unsung heroes that dedicate their time to family fishing and you may not have ever heard of them. And, um, but it's always good to, you know, as a fishing guide to communicate very, very well with your customers. The things that you talked about are a great way for you to communicate with someone to make sure that this is are you sure you want to go with me? This, uh, these are the things that I can do. And I think that we can do together, but you know, like if you're oh, bringing absolutely. three kids, like, I, I don't think that I have the right boat for it. It's if probably better I, I was, to refer that off to somebody else. Oh, absolutely. If I, now that, now that I understand him, I'm thinking about, I'm going through my mind right now. If I was a parent coming down to the lower keys and this is the only time I got, I think I would do a good recon. It's 2020. Most fishing guides have an Instagram account. Go on their Instagram account and see how many kids they've taken out. That could be a clear indicator of, hey, this guy can handle it or he can't, you know? And then your guide will either be honest with you or he won't, you know? And if he's not, hopefully he'll tell you. It's like, hey, I just have, I got a 17 foot technical pulling skiff. 
I would not be fit for the job. I'll pass you off to somebody else. Mm -hmm. So you could do it that way. Check out their website, see how much experience they have with the website as taking as far as taking their kids, taking other kids out or taking their own kids out fishing. But those could be some techniques that you could use as a parent who's unfamiliar with an area or unfamiliar with guides to see if this is the guide for the job. Right. So. Yeah. All, all great uh, information. And, and, you know, a lot of times the kids uh, aren't really into the glamour species, what we consider glamour species, the bonefish permit and tarpon are really some of the least uh, um, attractive to kids because usually there's uh, an extended, you might catch one and it's real exciting, but there might be an extended period of time between the time you get another bite. Oh, and patience. when we're talking about yeah. some of this other stuff, like, like catching pinfish or catching snappers or catching, you know, jacks in a certain situation or ladyfish, it can be every single cast. And Absolutely. so that's another thing that you're, that you're looking for is like communicating with a guide that you have young children. And what you're after is you don't care what the species is and you have, yep. have zero cares. You just want the rod bent all day long. You could literally go out there and catch pinfish one after another. And the guy can fill his bait well with pinfish and keep them for all you care. Doesn't matter as long as the kid's having fun and getting excited and, and uh, learn how to fish. So, um, you know, there's a lot of different kinds of fishing guides out there. There's a lot of different types of fish to fish for, and there's a lot of different ways to do it. And there are some, just like you mentioned before, that are way more conducive to young children. And that, oh, those are definitely going to be the, the species that maybe you've never even heard of. You ever heard of a, you know, of a, of a, um, a box fish or some of these small sharks. And that's the other thing is like, you start talking to a kid about, do you want to go out and catch a bonefish? Like this could be the only time in your life that yeah, you ever catch like, a bonefish yeah. <laughs> or would you rather catch a shark? They'd be like a, a shark, shark every time. A shark. Yeah. We have a chance to catch a shark and uh, you don't, you you don't need that. to go after a, a 13 foot hammerhead. You can go up to the mangroves and you can catch these little, little 18 inch little yeah. baby lemon sharks. Little lemons. Yeah. Yeah. And the kids go Absolutely. crazy for those. Yeah, that's the first thing that kid asked me. It was like, hey, man, like, sweet, cool tarpon. Where are the sharks at? <laughs> exactly. you know, and it, it's always the fish that are mysterious, colorful, and weird looking. Those are the kids' fish. The big barracuda with the teeth. You know, the grass porgy with, like, this colorful chain. The yellow tail snapper with a big, bright yellow tail. The yellow jacks. It's all the weird. How about the puffer fish? Mm -hmm. My kid went berserk over the puffer fish when it inflated itself. And I mean, he, my kid could care about the bonefish. He's caught probably five bonefish by himself. He doesn't care. He wants those weird fish, you know, the fish that do the weird things, squirting water out of their mouth and the sharks that are racing around coming up to you on the sand flat. You know, those are the memories that, that kids will never forget. Right. You know? So Obviously, for a parent, so for a parent that, you know, isn't familiar with the Florida Keys, do they, just start calling guides asking if they catch weird fish or like what, like, that's what I'm trying to get to. Like, how does somebody find that experience for themselves? I think the parent has to do some research on their own to understand what is kid catchable, you know, such as like the snapper family and how long, I mean, how, how consistent you catch them, you know, like ladyfish, like you said mm -hmm. before, that's mm -hmm. every cast, mm -hmm. you know, sea trout in certain areas down here. That's, that's every single cast, you know, but the way that I look at it as, 
as the guide taking a kid out, I look for fish that are forgiving, you know, not like, like permit and sometimes bonefish that get super spooky. You know, I look for conditions and environments that make the fish easy to catch, such as the bonefish. You can throw a fly and bonefish jig in front of a bonefish if you are a skilled sight fisherman. Guess what? Kids don't like to wear sunglasses in the boat 24-7. So how can you take a kid to go sight fishing for a bonefish with a bonefish jig without any shrimp? They can't see the fish. But what you can do is level the playing field, go out there with a single piece of dead shrimp, you know, be like, hey, I need you to cast 12 o'clock with his dad or his mom up there, you know, lob that out. The bonefish is going to find the piece of dead shrimp. Guess what? Your young kid just caught a bonefish and it's going to peel drag. You know, after that, you can move over to the mangroves. What's another easy fish to catch? The snapper. You know, you can chum up some snapper. But basically, it's finding the right environment, right species, right time, like as we all know as, as fishermen, anglers, and guides. But another important thing is it's cool. You got the fish, you know what you're going for, but do you have the equipment? If you think about how a young kid is built, he doesn't really have a strong, he, he has a strong core for his body weight, but his wrists that are used to manipulate and cast a lure and a rod are not yet developed to the point to where he can hold a regular seven foot medium heavy or medium rod. So now we got to look at, do I have the terminal tackle, the tackle and the rod reels and line to be able to cater towards this kid? And I found that over time with my own kids, if you want to make this work and get that kid up there casting for more than 30 minutes, you have to have something that's light in the hand. If the kid doesn't have something light in the hand, he's going to last maybe 10 casts and he's done. His wrist endurance is smoked. You know, and so with that being said, you got to find that light, short length, flexible rod that this kid can cast a multitude of lures out there by himself. Because if you know anything about kids, usually when they're young in their four year old range to eight year old range, they want to do everything themselves. They don't want help. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I can't help Great and do anything. He does everything himself now because. He wants the satisfaction of completing the process, you know? So you have to ask yourself, does, or ask that guy, do you have the right equipment? And so whenever I'm taking my kids out and other kids, I go towards a six foot medium to medium light rod. You know, I, and both of us are familiar with the St. Croix series of rods. Um, I use the St. Croix premier series uh, because just because they don't make other rods in six foot, that are light enough for my kid. And so that six foot medium action St. Croix Premier Series rod is capable of landing everything from bonefish to to, to medium size snappers. What's up, dude? Sorry, Graydon's over here trying to show me his lures and rods. <laughs> but whole point is that outfit combined with like a 3,000, 2,500 to 3,000 series reel is gonna pretty much land everything from bass to bonefish and in between nothing crazy big it's not you're not going to be cranking out fish out of the mangroves like snook and everything but we're talking small kids here and we're talking easy to catch fish so that's what you need to look for as far as tackle the other thing is hands-free devices are paramount when it comes to taking kids fishing i found that a trolling motor and a power pole these hands-free devices make my day more efficient as a guide or as a dad 
and I'm able to devote more time teaching and spending quality time with my kid on the bow. How can you do that if you're pulling around a boat? You can't. You got to stake the, the boat out with a push pole. You got to get off the polling platform, run down to the front to help your kid because let's face it, young kids can't do everything by themselves. They have to learn. It really helps having another person with you, but that may not always be the case. So that's where I lean heavily on my power pole to stake out the boat at a touch of a button or a trolling motor. So I'm able to navigate shallow water, be able to stay up there, help my kid cast, get them untangled, get them out of the mangroves, we're always getting stuck. <laughs> it's all these little things. Hold on one second, buddy. All these little things stack up. And so if you don't have these wonderful pieces of technology to help you out, you're gonna you're gonna be hurting out there on the water trying to do everything yourself. So always work smarter, not harder. Got it. Uh, what's up, what's up, dude? You wanna show him your fishing rod? <laughs> Grayton wants to show you his fishing rod. Come here. Right on. What's up, Grayton? Is that your favorite rod? Is this your favorite rod? Check it out. There you go. That's a good one. And those are some awesome tips from my friend, Captain Scott Brown. He's a guy down in the Florida Keys. He has hooked on family, Scott. If people wanted to get more tips about kids fishing uh, and they wanted to follow you, where would they go? So if you want to follow our little adventures, you can go to our Instagram. our Instagram page, which is hooked on family. You can follow me at push a good inshore. I also put some kids stuff on there. And then some of my other trips, um, the place that you really want to find information is going to be www.hookedonfamily.com. I have a variety of editorials that I'm slowly starting to stack up. So that way I can give you in-depth detail on what I talk about either in my YouTube channel, which is also hooked on family or any of these podcasts and other venues that I, put out information so that's where you can reach me right on other than that yo you're getting it all tangled all over the place great and chill (laughs) out buddy right on and the first article that you need to read about to uh to learn about taking kids fishing is the art of patience and you are you are showing that right now as you are untangling a rod that was perfectly put together just a few seconds ago um but that's that's the experience of taking kids fishing it's um it's somewhat it's frustrating, work. but it is incredibly rewarding as you continue to take them. All right, Scott, thank you so much for all your time today. And Absolutely. follow Thanks, Hooked on Family for more and additional tips about taking kids fishing. All right, see you.